episode seven. Episode seven, Deseret MMA podcast, the number one Utah-based podcast in the entire fucking state. I got that shit right there. It's state. It's mm-hmm. not fucking nation. It's state. Uh-huh. No, Saturday, November 5th, coming up. It's 12.04, so it's early Saturday. Technically, when we started this, it was fucking Friday. But nonetheless, we're at, we're at Saturday. What's up? Forrest Griffin here, and you're watching the Dessert MMA podcast, but like desert. Anyway, it is the best Utah-based podcast there is in the world ever in Utah. Big shout out to Forrest Griffin again for the intro. Shout out to Forrest Griffin for the intro. He said it. He said it best. I, I've always said it wrong, but he said it fucking best when he said the best podcast out of Utah in the world. Mm-hmm. Right? It, in it really, the whole world. In the whole fucking ever. World. Ever. He said ever. Mm-hmm. It really is the fucking best podcast in the entire fucking world. We're he, getting there. At least we're working out some fucking kinks. WD forty here and there. We're fucking there. How are you today? Doing pretty good sleeping when you text me to come do the podcast tonight bro we're planning on doing this sunday after the fights um today technically but tomorrow when when we originally started but i just fucking i did i've had the fucking itch we took last week off and i have been fucking itching to get back on in front of this camera in front of that ring light by this fucking live on air back here at the basin's edge fucking studio applause for the fucking Kobe and Haley have done a beautiful job here making this look very fucking pretty. We got the buffalo on the fucking table. Missing out on Bob, though, this week. Hmm? Missing Bob this we week, though. We are fucking missing Bob. Bob's a fucking centerpiece of this podcast. He's our third man on this podcast. No fucking doubt. If there's a third man on this podcast, it's fucking Bob. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking diamond hard, iced over fucking pierced glass nipples you could throw a shirt on that guy but they should, we still are borderline throwing a fucking sensor bar in front of his nips he could probably take over the pod he probably could do the pod by himself especially with his fucking confidence and the way he'd be talking shit the entire fucking time behind the scenes he doesn't let that side of him get out on camera but what a time to be a fucking UFC fan dude Whole, I've been so I, I I was itching and I referenced fucking UFC 280 on every single podcast. Tell UFC 280. I never only one time did we even fucking address UFC 281. We this, may have talked about it here and there a couple of times. This shit's fucking bonkers, fucking bonkers, bro. I swear, big bro, card, bonkers, but big we're not, card. We're not fucking there yet. I fucking I'm. I'm not even trying to, I don't even know if I can say this, but I'm not trying to blue ball everyone at home by fucking jumping right into that. But we're going to hit that for sure. That's going to be the bulk of this. But the big part of this podcast. Before we get there, let me take a deep breath. Let me fucking chill out a bit, rock hard. Fucking. We got fights today or tonight. We do. We got a few, a few good fights here. Is this at the fucking apex? We looked that up if this is at the apex. I'm just kidding. It is at the apex. I mean, as a U, is like a UFC fan, of course I'm gonna fucking watch it. It's, I mean, it's got Chase Sherman on there. These are just a couple of names. Derek Minner, I really like Derek Minner. I think he lost his last one or two. Let me see. There you go. Yeah, his last two against fucking Darren Elkins, bro. And no way that dude. Fuck me, dude. That dude lost to Ryan Hall, bro. 
Shout out to Ryan Hall, though. I mean, no disrespect to the guy. Dude, I don't know if you know who Ryan Hall is. Not really. He's got Tourette's. Oh, really? Like full-blown Tourette's. Fights in the UFC. Fights in the UFC. You watch his fight against Ilya Teporia, which I'm I'm really big on Ilya Teporia. And when he when because Ryan span or Ryan excuse me, I think Ryan span span fights on 281. When Ryan Hall fights, it's crazy because he fights so fuck because he doesn't really fight. That dude like crawls at you on like crab crawls at you like mm-hmm. like come fucking he's a jujitsu guy with his fucking Tourette's and shit. <laughs> shout out, shout out you heard it here. Tourette's makes you good at jujitsu. No. That's what he said. That's what he said. I'm saying despite the fucking Tourette's, he could fucking kill. He could kill all four of us in this room right now, crab walking at us. We could stomp, kick his bitch ass, (laughs) kick him in the fucking nuts. Not bitch ass, I don't mean. But but kick him in the nuts, you know what I mean? And he would still kill all four of us. We could probably all four attack him at once, and he probably still would kill all of us. But... When he fights, it's hard to watch. And he fought Ilya Tapuria, who's a savage, which Ilya Tapuria's got to fight against Bryce Mitchell. Man, what a fucking... That pulls the strings from every direction. So I'm a, he, I've been big on Ilya Tapuria since he got in the UFC. Like, I've, I've, I watch this guy, and I'm like, mm-hmm. he fights at Featherweight, which is Max... I, I literally... Because this is back before when I thought Max was still better than Volk, before their third fight. And I was like, dude... Like, this guy's got to fight Max. Like, this guy, this kid comes in and fucking throws hands, bro. This dude's so clean... He took this other fight again on short notice. Him and Patty the Batty had hella beef. You ever heard of the hand sanitizer guy from Patty the Batty? That's Mm-mm. that fucking guy. And on, they were both on the last card that they last fought and on the UK card. Mm-hmm. This dude's a fucking brute, bro. He fucking, he, I don't, like I was, because I'm such a big fan of him. When he fought uh, Herbert in that fight, Herbert was like, I think Herbert took round one. I think he even might have dropped. I, it's been a long time since I watched it, so I don't want to be quoted on nothing, but I think he fucking dropped him. And then he at least beat the shit out of him pretty good in the first round. Like, like I was like, like, cause you saw me when we watched the Sean O'Malley fight and the Oliver mm-hmm. fight, I get real fucking tense when people that I <laughs> like that I, in the Kevin Holland fight, oh, yeah. I get really fucking tense when they fight. Like, like one person lands a fucking jab on them and I'm fucking freaking out. Like I'm fucking squeezing my hands and shit. We, <laughs> we did record the reactions that they didn't come out good enough quality for us to put out when we watched those fights. So we had, we had all the boys over for that shout out, mm-hmm. you know, I can't even fucking... I don't even want to start naming people off because I don't want to leave anyone out. But, I mean, that, that whole card was nuts. 280 was fucking nuts. That was a crazy card. We didn't even fucking talk about 280 on pod. Yeah, we no, did. Yeah, we did it post. Yeah. God. Talked about it two pods. Yeah. But, Ilya Tapori, bro, he signed a fight with Bryce Mitchell. I fuck with Bryce Mitchell so hard. Bryce Mitchell, that... that Flat Earther. Huh? Flat Earther. Yeah, you know Bryce Mitchell, then. Yeah, dude. That one pulls the fucking strings. And, oh, Dude, I, Bryce I, Mitchell I, and Sean O'Malley have beef, bro. You seen he's, that? Yeah. He's, yeah. he's going to fucking... He called him in, inbred or something. Yeah. He's like, we're going to figure that yeah. out when I see him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, <laughs> which, I don't... I, if I was going to bet money, I bet they see each other and it's a fist bump and they walk past. I don't know. Probably. Like, but I, I think Bryce Mitchell's fucking badass, dude. Ilya Teporia was losing that first round against Herbert, bro. That's I don't we're we start we're starting to get to that point of the year where you start looking at uh knockout or our end year awards. And I, I started my list this week. He's on there, bro. He fucking he knocked this dude out and took him completely off his feet when he knocked him out. Like he oh, hit really? he hit the hit the fucking canvas, knocked Damn. out. Like complete like it's one of the fucking craziest ones I've ever watched. This dude's fighting Bryce Mitchell, bro. I could not be fucking more torn in two different directions. Like I'm going to be shitting my fucking pants and pissing my pants at the same time. 
because I want Bryce Mitchell to win because I fuck with Bryce because he's from small town, local town. He's still fucking tra- – he bought fucking property. still lives in his hometown. I don't know about hometown, but small-ass fucking town. No fucking big gym. Most of his training he does at home, and he flies training partners in. Like, he's, like, big on this. You don't have to pay a lot of money and go to this big, huge fucking gym to be to be a champion. But Eli Taporia, dude, undefeated. <sighs> That's fucking nuts. I kind of got off topic on that fight because that fight's fucking huge. Bryce Mitchell's probably just scared that he's going to fall off the edge of the earth if he leaves his hometown. (laughs) Oh, fuck no. One fight this weekend that I'm looking forward to, D-Rod versus Neil Magny. D-Rod, quick turnaround. Yeah, quick turnaround. Super fucking quick. Less than two months. I didn't even see the storyline on that. I don't know if Neil Magny's opponent fell through. Yeah, Neil Magny was supposed to fight fucking somebody, I think, actually. But D-Rod, I don't think he hit the rankings. We put the UFC welterweight rankings he's, on there. I believe he's 14 and so Neil Magny is 13. So he did get a get ranked off of his win against uh, yeah, Li Jingling, which Li Jingling, I mean, I love that guy. and We we weren't paying the closest of attention during that fight. But I, I thought Lee won, and I actually saw a lot of people saying that they thought Lee won. I thought it went either way, but it was tight. I mean, it was yeah, so tight. You definitely didn't like think Lee went away from that like looking bad. Like it was a good no, fight for he's everyone. Got such a good fucking attitude, dude. That's what I love about that guy, bro. Mm-hmm. He doesn't fucking speak a lick of English. Comes from fucking China. Wants to be the first or, or the first male China champion. Zhang Weili was the first Chinese-born champion. Dude, he's so fucking humble. But fucking Song Yudong, bro. That dude's a fucking beast of animal. Oh, yeah. Fucking Sean O'Malley could fight fucking Song Yudong. I, re- I re-watched the Sean O'Malley fight. I'm going to say this publicly. I don't know if I did on the last pod when we talked about it, but I just want to get this off my fucking chest. I've been eating at my shit all week. The third round, to me, was closer than the first round in the Peter Yan Sean O'Malley fight. You think? I, I, I've watched it three times now, and I, I still... I mean... Sean O'Malley was winning by damage because obviously he fucking split open Peter's mm-hmm. forehead at his eyebrow level early. But dude, Peter Yan landed some fucking bombs on Sean. He landed bigger shots than he did in that second round that really rocked him. That rocked O'Malley and Yeah, he did he did, he did have some down. some big strikes there. I really uh, you got to rewatch that shit, dude. I really fucking think like if if you're at home and you're thinking Peter Yan got fucking robbed, a there's not really more of a close fight to judge than when you're talking about the number one scoring criteria and damage and control time and lots of control or, you know, takedowns and, and a good amount of control time, not lots second round for sure, but that's not the swing round. The first round is a swing round, but that is the argument. Like all those takedowns and all that right. control time. But what damage, did he really do with but, it? But that's how the MMA scoring works is damage is the number mm-hmm. damage. They, they, they say damage trumps all. Mm-hmm. I just want to get that off my chest. Let's get back to Neil Magny and Daniel Rodriguez. This fight's a fucking go to it, to me. It's my main event too. I I mean, you said you were excited about it. This is my main event tomorrow. I can confirm there. D Rod is fourteen. Neil Magny is thirteen. Okay. Who I'm, do you got in this fight? I'm going D Rod, bro. D-Rod, I do too. D Rod's on a four a fight win fan streak. When I watched him beat Mike Perry, and then he beat mm-hmm. Parsons, and then he beat Kevin Lee. So I'm going. I'm I am I'm going D Rod there. 
yeah, he's on a four-fight win streak, and Neil Magny is coming off a loss. I think we see D-Rod continue his win streak here. I mean, as far as the rest of these fights go, I'm not confident enough to make a public prediction no, on this. No, I'm not. I'm not either. I don't know most of the other fighters. I mean, there's a bunch on here that I also don't know, and I I, I, I do take pride in my knowledge, so. <laughs> Fucking That's UFC. That's getting clipped for sure. Fuck you. You can't grow a mustache head ass. Yes, I can. <laughs> All right. I still to this I, I watched this clip back and I fucking hate it the fucking let's get to the meat and potatoes I don't know why the <laughs> fuck I said it like that I'm not fucking southern I'm not I don't even know what fucking accent I was playing I don't even know where I heard that from that someone said let's get to the meat and potatoes the potatoes not the potatoes <laughs> fucking UFC 281 is going to be the fucking the bread and butter of this fucking this episode. This is where the fucking <laughs> why'd I go with another fucking bread food reference? That's getting dude? clipped too. Jeez. What the fuck's up with me? Food references. I don't know, dude. Like I, I, I feel like I'm known as someone that comes up with their own reference. like we like I come up with my own analogies and shit. Why the fuck am I going to the fucking food references every time? I don't know. You this should drop, a, drop another one. This is the icing on the cake. Yeah, right here. This, this is the icing on the cake. fucking cake right here this episode. Where should we fucking start on this card, dude? I said 280 was the most stacked card of the... It was the, stack, the most stacked card of the year. If there's anything that's going to give that, it's run for its money. It's UFC 281 cents. Confirmed from Dana White, John Jones is not coming back in December. That was the, I think I even said that. That's the only way that you're going to top UFC 280. This is as close as it fucking gets to, dude. Big fucking names. Carlos Olberg, right off the fucking bat. A fucking stud straight out of Australia, dude. That's a hell of a fight right there. Kind of bounce around through here. Matt Favola, dude. I watched his last fight. Dude, that dude's a fucking savage. That dude would kill somebody. Andre Petrovsky, bro. Watch that dude on the Ultimate Fighter. Shout out Coltrane. Watch that shit all season long. It's the only one I've watched. I didn't. I did not even watch a full episode of the Giuliani Pena and Amanda Nunes Ultimate Fighter. Not one fucking episode of it. A full one. That's a hell of a fight at middleweight. Molly Meatball. And then we go right in. Yep, fucking Molly Meatball McCann, bro. She's fun to watch. She's actually someone that has high energy. I mean, her fucking spinning elbows are on point, mm-hmm. bro. That's, I know that wasn't the... Because two fights ago, she got that that flatline KO on that spinning elbow. But in her last fight, same setup, dude, where she kind of leaves her back a little bit for them to look. Fucking throws that shit back, hits them. She hit her, hit that other girl with some fucking shots. I mean, she's fucking nasty, dude. And she's, come, she's gotten so fucking big since Pat... I mean, she's really... Really taking advantage of Patty's clout. I don't even go that far. She's really piggybacked off of the back of Patty's clout for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're from the same gym from fucking. I'm blanking, dude. Where's that in England? The fucking where the Scousers are from. Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah. Fucking Liverpool, England, bro. They train out of there. Definitely. She's, she's piggybacked this. Mm-hmm. At least the, the. The social media and the fame level, she's definitely piggybacked right off of Patty. She's got mm-hmm. fucking skill, dude. That girl could kill all four of us sitting in this room right now, too. <laughs> all these guys could, dude. I don't ever want to disrespect any of these guys, so. <laughs> They're getting, dude, fucking Dominic Ray is coming back, dude. You might not know this. This dude beat John Jones, bro. Really? Like, <laughs> I've only watched that fight once because I'm a big John Jones guy. 
I won't rewatch it because as I, I watched it way after it happened. So I knew that I knew the outcome of what happened, mm-hmm. but then I watched it with my judging eyes where I, where I'm obviously not near fucking skilled enough to judge an MMA fight. I wouldn't even attempt to fucking do that. But when I'm watching it and scoring it in my own eyes for the, I did it the whole fight, all 25 fucking minutes. And I went, John Jones didn't win that fight. That's the last time I fucking watched it. I won't ever touch that fucking fight again, dude. Cause I'm such a junk. This dude beat John Jones, bro. I swear you, if you watch that fight, you're going to say the same shit, dude. It was, I don't know how it was live because I wasn't a fan back then, mm-hmm. but I bet you it was, I mean, I know it was controversial as shit, but I bet it was huge, bro. He's fighting fucking Ryan Span. Ryan Span, I think he lost his Superman Span. He's got a fucking Superman tattoo in the middle of his fucking chest. He runs against Ian Kutalaba, that's right. But then he lost against Al, Al, or Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith is a fucking badass. So is Johnny Walker. He's fucking three and two in his last five. Ryan Span's no joke. It's a good bounce back for Dominic Reyes, though. So since his John Jones fight, he has not won. He's only fought. So in 2020, he fights John Jones in February, loses for the belt. John Jones steps away. He fights Jan Blakovic, the Poland Power guy. Mm-hmm. Fucking that dude bent his nose in the shape of a fucking rainbow and <laughs> put him on roller skates. Got knocked Damn. the fuck out in that one. And then he fought fucking Yuri Prochaska, the champion. So after those two fights, losing the belt, now then fights the now current champion, Yuri Prochaska. That's that fucking nasty spinning elbow kale, bro. That shit is violent. That is a violent fucking knockout. That fight is fucking massive. I don't pull up light heavyweight. What the fuck is uh, Reyes ranked? I don't know if Span's ranked right Light now. heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Got to be eight now. He's been so eight. Seven. Seven? Okay. Damn, I was fucking on. Is Span ranked? I don't think he is. Twelve. Twelve? All right. I was wrong then. Now we get up to our lightweight fight, match six. I'm going to say this right now. Renato Moicano, bro. That dude's a fucking badass, bro. He took a fight against fucking Rafael Dos Anjos. On like a week's notice. He lost. But it was the main event. I, I would bet money it was his the only main event he's ever had. From fucking Brazil. Says yeah I'll fight this dude right after one of his fights. Yeah so. Oh no not right after. But he took this fight on short. T- and that was in March. So this is his first fight back. And it's against Brad Riddell who lost his last fight for sure. Who was that against? Jalen Turner. And then Rafael Fazeev. Which both those guys are fucking badass. He beat Drew Dober. Drew Dober is a fucking stud. Brad Riddell's from Australia, too. That's a hell of a fucking fight. I guess we got to make... I mean, I, I'm, I I at least have to do my predictions here, then. If this is the preview for 281. I'm going to start here, though. I'm actually going to backtrack real quick. Let me start with Dominic Reyes, Ryan Spann. I'm going Dominic Reyes. That dude beat fucking John Jones, bro. I'll take Dominic Reyes there as well. And then we fucking go up to Brad Riddell and Renato Moicano. You know, Brad Dale's a stud, and this might be just bias, but, I mean, even the, the betters are going to Moicano. I'm going Moicano, bro. I know he jumped up. I, I think he's ranked now. I don't even know if he was ranked before his fight against Dos Anjos. But like I, I, I was going to go that way, but since you went though, I'm going to switch to Riddell. You're going to go Riddell? Yeah. Just to be different? Yeah. There's got to be a bad guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking... Jump up. Frankie Edgar, this is his retirement fight, bro. He got flatlined so violently against fucking Corey Sanhagen. Like, first strike landed, one knee KO, but it was like, it didn't beat uh, Street Jesus' knockout record. But 
it was like I think it was like one shot knocked him out. It was a flying knee mm-hmm. that Corey Sanhagen threw. He said Frankie Edgar said this is his last fight. This dude was a champion, bro. I mean, all all respects to Frankie Edgar. I'm going Frankie Edgar on this one, man. I'm going with the fucking vet against an up and comer, Chris ah, Gutierrez. Against, yeah, something that I just don't want to butcher. I'm gonna go, Chris. I'm, I'm pretty open about this shit. You know what I mean? Like, I'll butcher it. There's, I, I didn't get a high enough education to, to be expected to not butcher it. So, I can, yeah. So, I'm, I'm definitely gonna go with Frankie here, bro. I'm going with the veteran. I'll go, with Chris Gutierrez there. Now we get to some good ass shit. No food references on this. This is some fire ass fucking fights. One might say this is the meat and potatoes. Potatoes. I could f- fucking flip, dude. We're done with the food reference. I'm not doing another fucking food reference. Like, ever again, quote me on that shit. There will not be another fucking food reference that comes... Not even on my end. We're done We're done with the fucking food references. I'm over the food for the fucking food references. The bread and the butter of the card is going shit, on right here. You make me mispronounce my fucking words and shit. Dustin Poirier versus Michael Chandler. Pull up the lightweight rankings. Give me some official rankings of these guys. I'm going Dustin Poirier, I think, ranked third or fourth, and Chandler fifth or sixth or fourth. Chandler five, Poirier two. I was right on Poirier, but I got Chandler. That's a fucking fight and a half, dude. Those guys are fucking brawlers, bro. Both of those guys are tougher than fucking nails, and they go out there and they put on a fucking show every single fight, bro. Dustin's mm-hmm. fight against fucking Oliveira in his last fight, that was a hell of a fight, dude. Definitely won that first round against Oliveira. But, I mean, before Islam, that's how it went. You can beat him in the first round, but he's going to knock you out in the second, or he's going to tap mm-hmm. you out in the second, mm-hmm. at least lately. I'm, I'm going I'm I'm going Michael Chandler. I'm a, when, when the first time I, I watched... Uh, Dude, we skipped a whole fucking fight. We did. Dan I was going to say something, but... I'm going Dan Hooker on that. That's the start of the main card. I fuck with Dan Hooker. I've seen him live. I'm riding with Dan Hooker. I go with Claudio. Sorry, Dan Hooker. We definitely did not mean to fucking skip you. You can blame me for that. If you, you saw that shit, I skipped it. You should Blame Kobe. He should call me out on it. Cause now no, I thought you had some deep. sort of inside information that fight was not going to happen or something. Fuck you. All right, I'm going Michael Chandler, bro. I'll I, take Dustin Poirier. Just to be different. No, I was going to take him anyway. I think Michael Chandler has a higher success rate as far as winning another title in their careers. You think? I think Dustin's now 0-2 for title shots, except the interim belt that he won against Max Holloway. Dustin's yeah, fucking badass. Dude, that fight's huge. That's a big fucking fight. Yeah, do you see him if he wins this fight going for the title? Is that Poirier? Yeah. No, not with the way that the lightweight division stack is yeah. backed up right now. Especially if Volk's going to jump up and and fight Islam for the belt, which I know it's pretty quick. They're going to turn around and fight in my what is it March or fe- February for for the Australia mm-hmm. card. Then. I don't. I th- I I I think Dustin Poirier. If, if he's serious about getting another title shot, he's got another one or two fights. Yeah. With with the, that, I mean, the lightweight and the bantamweight division. I've said this before. That's fucking killer's row, bro. That's that. I mean, that's those are the best two. Those are the best, the most stacked divisions in the entire fucking UFC for sure. Not even debatable there. 
I, I don't think that's fucking debatable. I think Bantamweight and Lightweight, whatever order you want to put them in, that those are killer rows, bro. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm going Chandler, <clears throat> bro. I think Chandler knocks out Dustin Poirier. I'm going, I'm even going to give a round. I gave a method and a, I'm going to give a round right here. Hold on to your diaper, Kobe. Round two. Knockout, Michael Chandler. I think fucking <laughs> Poirier comes out and it's a hell of a fucking first round. But dude, when Chandler knocked out fucking uh Tony Ferguson with that front kick dude Rhett went fucking nuts bro <laughs> Rhett went nuts bro I fucking ripped my shirt off which <laughs> turns out that happens when there's crazy knockouts especially when you're pretty drunk at the UFC fights and Leon Edwards knocks out Kamara Usman in the last minute of the fucking main event the number one pound for pound fighter in the world yeah, my fucking shirt come off real quick. <laughs> real fucking quick, bro. Pickles were fucking flying. Pickles. Pickles and shit. Beer was fucking coming over the top of me. I hugged at least fucking 15 pickles. And I'm not even fucking lying on that. I could get banned from going to UFC events for admitting that. But I fucking hugged at least 15 pickles. At least. I hope Dana White sees this and bans Please. you. Please don't. I, <laughs> I'm i going one. Me and Camden made a fucking shout out to Camden. We made a fucking full-blown pack once a year. We'll go to a fight once a year. Dude, there's just nothing other like there's not one event in the entire fucking world that I'd rather go to than the UFC fights. If I had to, if I only could do one vacation per year, one fucking event, like not even an event, I could go do one thing, bro. I'm going to go to the fucking UFC fights. That shit's addicting, bro. That environment's completely fucking different. Everyone there is cool as shit because you're all there because casuals don't go to the fights because that costs money. Except maybe rich people at Connor fights and, and big ones like that. But no one's bl- everyone there. That's what I had with the both both of the UFC events I went to. I went to two pay per views, and everyone there was cool as fucking shit. I don't even know how the fuck I got on that, but we're on to the fucking co-main event now. Carla Esparza, part of the the most boring fight in UFC fucking history. Truly, one of the most boring fights in UFC history. My my father was so old man raged, bro. He, he, we're like in round four of this fucking barn burner. And this dude goes, you should fucking email the ESPN and get your money back for this pay-per-view for making you sit through this shit. He was so <laughs> pressed about that main event or, oh, or the, that fight. Carlos Barza and Joe Rogan even come out there. And he's like, how did you think that this fight was going to go to the judges? Because there was nothing to score off of. I, for some reason, my phone just completely lost fucking service. We're getting DDoSed over here. I can't even pull up the stats from their last fight. But um, Carla Esparza, Esparza takes on Zhang Weili. I'm a huge Zhang Weili fight after her fight with uh, Joanna Jacek. That fight was fucking bonkers. Made that girl walk out of that octagon looking like Frankenstein, bro. Big ass, huge fucking hematoma right on her forehead, bro. Shit, it was bonkers. And that, was, that, fight, was, that fight was fucking bonkers completely from start to finish that fight was nuts bro if you haven't watched yoana jerjacek versus fucking zhang Weili, that is a hell of a fucking fight that's a top 10 ufc fight of all time for me thus far i'll have to watch that one for so sure. i'm going fucking zhang Weili, dude zhang Weili brings the fucking action especially in her last fight dude she was bda she was fucking about that action and i'm not even lying on that shit she'd come in there put fucking work retire it was oh dude she fucking fight yoana a second time and beat her and fucking and then Joanna retired, which was huge. I, I fucking called that shit too. I was like, if if Joanna loses, she's gonna retire. Then 
So who do you got there? Who do you got there? I got Zang Whaley as well. Got Whaley? Yeah. Now we get into fucking main event shit right here. This is a big fight here. Big, huge fucking fight. Pereira, so he made his UFC debut last November. And now he's getting his first title shot within one year. Or, or maybe just over a year. There's some history with yes. them before, though. Pereira's fucking beat Adesanya, I think, twice, right? Twice. twice. Once by one a knockout. unanimous decision, one knockout in kicks, kickboxing. And is he always, he, I mean, he obviously is a little personal about it. He's like, did you watch the fucking fights? I was beating him that whole time before I got knocked out, but you still lost. You got and knocked I, out. I don't have to watch the fight to know the stat. The, stat mm. the only stat that I really give a shit about is the loss or the win. And then we start going to subcategories of how. But I'm... This fight's fucking bonkers, dude. I've watched all of Pierre's fights live, bro. That dude is that dude bring dude when he slept Strickland, we were going fucking nuts, bro. Me, Cam, and Trey, cause like Strickland's a fucking badass, bro. That dude is a fucking stud. That dude is a fucking he does not give a shit, bro. Strickland will walk you down, take you down, fucking when Pierre slept, because I spent like four hours hyping up Strickland. I was like, dude, Pierre's is his third UFC, third or fourth UFC fight, bro. He's fighting one of the best guys in the fucking division. There's not a chance that he wins. Slept, bro. Pereira slept him that fucking left hand, bro. Mm-hmm. Bop! Slept him, bro. Izzy, obviously, is a, is a champ for a reason, bro. But his only loss is when he tried to become double champ. I still see him becoming double champ. At one point, I'm riding with Israel Adesanya on this fight. I think this is going to be the best Izzy fight we've seen in the last three or four years. This will be a good one because they're, they're both kick, they both come up from kickboxing. You're gonna, where it's going to be a big striking match. I don't think it goes to the ground almost. I wouldn't. I'd be surprised to see it go to the ground, really. I think they're just going to yeah, strike. Sure. It's going to be, and that'll be a fun one because I feel like the last couple of times Izzy's been fighting to not lose, mm-hmm. which I, I think that's a real thing when fighters fight to not lose. Mm-hmm. He can't do that against Pereira because the, the tension and shit that's between them Piera wants that third win to become champ right over it. He's going to... Piera, everything I've seen so far, Piera brings the fucking heat. Well, and that's what Izzy does when he fights to not lose, is he uses his his reach to his advantage. He uses his striking. But, but no one really walks down Izzy because uh-huh. he's so long. And he can but hit you from anywhere. He doesn't have a big reach advantage on Piera, only an no. inch. Yeah. And, and Piera is, is equally skilled in kickboxing yeah, as Izzy is. at least... I think Pereira is not going to be afraid to walk him down. I think mm-hmm. this is going to be the best Israel Adesanya fight we've seen in the last three or four years. I think he has the best chance to beat Izzy at most. I agree. I think, and I'm a huge Robert Whitaker guy, man. I was rooting Robert Whitaker this last, his last fight with Izzy. I was, I mean, truly, I really was rooting for, mm-hmm. for Robert Whitaker, but I think Israel Adesanya beats Alex Pereira. But what about, so Alex Pereira beats Izzy, but does he defend the title? Do you think Pereira beats Robert Whitaker. He's not going to fight Robert Whitaker for the title. Izzy will get an immediate rematch. There, there won't even be fucking question about it. He's been champ way longer and had more title. I think, don't quote me now, um, but I think he's had more title defenses than Kamaru Usman, but he's definitely been champ longer. So, for sure, he's going to get an immediate title rematch. And then if Pereira beats him that time, I don't think he'll beat him again. Six title defenses. And Usman's got. I believe. I don't know what Usman has had. I don't know. It's going to take me a second. Hold on.
two hours later. Dude, you should just kept going. I should just kept going, yeah. dude. I just fucking talked the shit out of this fight, bro. This fight's gonna be a fucking good one, bro. It is for sure. It is for sure. I don't. I, I I'm gonna take prayer. You're going prayer, but yeah. just to be fucking different. Cause you're a big fucking easy guy. I am. I, know you're I am, but I think prayer. You're I doing think, that shit just to be fucking. No, I think prayer. I think prayer really, really will give him a run. So I'm taking. All right. So those are our official 281 predictions. This was our official 281 preview. Big fucking card. It's gonna be a great fucking night. Big plans for this one. Five title defenses. Who's man five? And, and Izzy's got six. Thank God that you got that fucking out before this podcast ended. But it's going to be a great night. Hopefully we can get some good reactions recorded of everyone. I mean, it's going to be fucking... I mean, we throw ragers. We have crazy <laughs> parties, so <laughs> hard to record. But, but we're definitely going to get back to you guys after the fights. That same night, it'll be just fresh off our minds just like our the last episode that we did after the 280 so mm-hmm. i am garrett kimball i'm of course joined by my lovely host kobe mooney I'd like to thank you guys for watching the number one base podcast in the entire fucking state the deseret mma podcast this was episode seven and we'll see you guys at the next one thank you for watching and listening like comment subscribe leave a rating